Welcome back to the Nothing But Football Show. Sorry for the late delay. Darcy wasn't here to join me in the studio last week, so we had to skip. But today I'm joined in the studio by Henry Fitzgerald. Let's get right into it. our first segment of this episode episode five so we're going to be talk. henry and i are going to be talking about the ashes tests so ashes test number one two and number three which has been happening right now let's get right into it so in the first ashes test usman kawaja was the player of the match 141 runs in the first innings and 65 in the second innings do you think he performed well henry well he has to perform well when he's the player of the match, and like I reckon he's underrated, but he just played the best of his ability there, and I reckon he definitely deserves player of the match there. Yeah, I completely agree with you, Henry. Um, so England's first innings score: Joe Root, highest scorer, one hundred eighteen runs not out, and Johnny Bairstow, seventy eight off seventy eight balls. A cracker from cracker little um, performance from Johnny and Joe Root. Nathan Lyon picked up four wickets, and Josh Hazelwood picked up two. Do you think it was a bit silly for England to declare at three hundred ninety three runs for eight eight down with Joe Root still in firing? in the first innings total when they really wanted to start this Ash as well. What do you think of that? I reckon they definitely could have kept on going with it, but there's obviously got to be a reason behind it. Like, we don't know, but you never know. Like, behind the scenes, the Pommies are just... (laughs) Yeah. They're crazy, but we don't know. But maybe that was a tactic, but definitely didn't work. Yes, definitely didn't work. Australia's first innings, we actually didn't get to their declared score. Usman Khawaja with his 141 and Alex Carey's 66. Pretty good performance from both of them. Usman Khawaja standout, obviously. Ollie Robinson, three wickets. And Stuart Broad, three wickets. England in the second in their second innings with 273 runs total, with Australia needing somewhere between 300, 200 to 300 runs. Harry Brook, 46, and Joe Root, 46. A pretty disappointing Effort from England, obviously going with the basketball tactic, basically ruining Test cricket, turning it into um, T20. Mm-hmm. No, no offense to any English listeners out there. Um, Pat Cummins picked up four wickets, and Nathan Lyon also picked up four wickets. Australia, second innings. This is where it all came together. Usman Khawaja with a 65, and then at the end, Pat Cummins. Mm-hmm. How do you think his performance went? 44 not out of 73 as a tail ender. It was. Amazing to watch. It's always great to see when you come back after what looked like it was the end. And Pat Cummins was definitely playing BBL out there. He was just smashing them everywhere. And especially at the end of the game. And he's a bowler. You don't, like, I reckon England were like, oh, he's only a bowler. He he can't smack him around. But remember when he was playing, I think it was... When he was playing in the India League, or when he smashed, yeah, yeah, the fastest fifty in history. So he can definitely smash him everywhere. Yeah, and I think England definitely underrated Paddy and all of Australia's tail end batsmen. So that's the first innings. That's the first Ashes Test done. Australia obviously with the win, pretty. Well, I'm not going to say comfortable because it wasn't comfortable. No. Uh, Twenty seven balls left in the innings, so pretty good job. 
by Australia. Second test match, Australia, of course, won again, going 2-0 up in the series. Steve Smith playing his 99th test match, 110 runs. And Travis Head, 77 off 73. Another cameo by Travis Head. And classic Steve Smith, back in the ashes, doing what he loves, hitting hundreds. Josh Tung, uh, I don't think he's a debutant, but he hasn't played for a while. Three wickets. And Ollie Robertson, three wickets each. So, not a bad performance by them. Australia, 416 in total for their first innings. England, with a 325, about 90, run, 90 runs behind. Uh, disappointing for Ben Duckett, don't you reckon, Henry? Ninety-eight yeah. runs. Yeah, it was just, it was pretty sad. Um, he, I think he definitely deserved it. It was very, very smart wicket keeping by Alex Carey, standing down the leg side for that full shot. Played right into their glove, right into his gloves. Good catch behind the stumps. Harry Brook with exactly fifty, and Mitchell Stark picked up three, and Travis Head picked up another two. So Australia were leading 279 in their second innings. Usman Khawaja came out with a 77 and Steve Smith 34. A pretty solid uh, lineup in Australia. Stuart Broad picked up four wickets and Ollie Robinson picked up two. England's last innings, we all know how that went. 327 total. Henry, what do you think of Ben Stokes' cameo? Nearly like Headingley in 2019 when he saved them from an from the biggest total chase down in the history of Headingley. Uh, yeah, it was a great performance by him. Obviously, as an Australian supporter, I don't want to talk good things about Ben Stokes, but he definitely was the better man there. He like he was just playing great test um, cricket there, but obviously Australia won, but Ben Stokes just... He definitely shocked us. He definitely shocked us. He shook us apart and just we're just lucky we got the Yeah, I reckon our bowlers were a bit shooken up by his amazing performance. Ben Duckett, excuse me for saying earlier, Ben Duckett got caught down the leg side on 98. Actually, the other way around, 98. He was 98. Pull, um, I think it was a pull shot down to fine leg. Mitchell Stark caught him on the boundary, so he holed out there. And then second innings was where he gloved it down to... Carey, Pat Cummins and Mitchell Stark, three wickets apiece, and I was at Lords. How how do you think, do you think that the, act, like the actions of the Lords crowd, even in the members, was pretty ridiculous? People racially abusing Usman, pulling them aside. It wasn't, it wasn't a good test to watch. It wasn't a good atmosphere. No, and it wasn't nice. Like, cricket is, it's competitive, and... But still, you're supposed to have a little bit of fun. Like, I know it's like the Ashes and it's all win, win, win and it's Australia versus England and the rivalry, but you don't need to go that far with it. Yeah. Like, that's a bit crazy. You don't need to be start calling them, like, bad names and, like, harassing them and stuff. And it's just not the... Not, this, not in the spirit of the game. England were talking about the spirit of the game. Like Stuart Broad complaining about that run out by Johnny Bairstow. That was, like, it was pretty clearly out. I mean, he, he, he'd, he'd done it a few balls before. He'd left the ball or ducked the ball, tapped his foot, um, like, scratched his mark and just walked out. He didn't wait, didn't wait to see if the ball was dead. So in this occasion, Alex Carey knew, hit the stumps, 
I think it was the correct decision by the umpire. And while he may be furious about it, he don't forget that in the first test, he tried to do that on at minus, but he just missed the stumps. So I don't think you can talk about that. Uh, talk about sports like you don't don't complain about that when he tried to do it. It was, I think it was completely fair. I'm sure other people would disagree with me, but that's just my opinion on it. Yeah, England fans would probably disagree with you there, but it, he. Carey was just playing real cricket. <coughs> cricket. He moved out of his crease. You're allowed to throw the ball at the stumps, and he's out. Yeah, just uh, it, it's yeah, it's like people talk about the spirit of the game, but then again, he's not. Johnny Bairstow wasn't respecting the rules of the game, and technically, then he he's not um, respecting the sportsmanship of the game. Just leaving his crease and expecting to for it to all be fine, but yeah. Pretty pretty mixed emotions there. And, of course, the test that is happening right now, uh, England versus Australia, third test. Australia, if they win this, it will be their, f- one of, it will be their first Ashes win in England for a long, long time, I believe. Aus- Australia's first innings total uh, was pretty decent. Uh, Mitch Marsh came, went on a cameo, 118 of 118, 100% strike rate. An amazing um, performance by him. He hadn't played. He hasn't played in the te- in the team for a very long time. So good to see him get back in action. It was it was an amazing performance by him, especially because he hasn't played there. Just as you mentioned there, he hasn't played that level in a while. I mean, sure he's played BBL, but Test is way different to BBL. But I just I as a Scorcher supporter, I know. Some of you may say I'm a bandwagon. I just love that he can come into the squad and just absolutely obliterate them. Just play play his natural game. He, Mark Wood bowling plus 150Ks and he was just standing up and pulling him. It was amazing. Steve Smith playing his 100th test. Um, so 22 runs for Smith. Travis had 39 of 74 to pair with Travis uh, to pair with Mitchell Marsh. Also, Todd Murphy and Scott Boland are back in the team, replacing Nathan Lyon and Mitchell Stark, I believe. Yeah. Oh, no, uh, replacing Hazelwood, who's injured. David Warner, uh, um, mixed feelings about him. I don't want to see him go. He's such an amazing test cricketer, and he's entertained us all. Triple hundred, just... But Broad has just been getting the better of him. I'm I'm pretty sure Broad's gotten him nearly every wicket. This got got his wicket every match. He hasn't played well throughout this series. He's just he's just not playing his usual game. He's a bit tentative. Um, but yeah. Um, England's first innings total. Uh, pretty high. I'm not sure what it. Uh, two two hundred thirty-seven runs. So, 30, uh, 29 runs behind Australia's Ben Stokes. Another classy game. 80 runs, 108. Uh, he was the standout. Zach Crawley as well, 33 opener. Mark Wood with a little cameo of 24 of 8. So, yeah, it was pretty a pretty good batting performance by England. Uh, Australia is batting at the moment. Usman Khawaja, 43 uh, pretty good performance. David Warner, again, bowl, uh, caught Zach Crawley, bowled Stuart Broad, one of five balls. 
same, nearly the same as last innings. Minus Labuschagne, 33. Steve Smith, 2. Sadly, didn't get 100 in his 100th test. Bit disappointed, but he still got uh, still another two games for him to get another big total. Travis Head and Mitchell Marsh holding the fort down. What could they do? They're, very, they're both very explosive hitters. I can't wait to see what happens, in what's in store. What do you reckon? Do you reckon that Mitchell Marsh and Travis Head will put on a massive... Uh, lead because we need where England are only 116 runs behind so yeah. we might need to pick up the act quickly. We do need some runs urgently and I know they can easily do that. Mitch coming from the BBL is easily able to smack smack them around and I reckon wait who else is batting? Uh, Travis said. Oh yeah and, I, and he's I reckon he's pretty underrated he, he he's just a great cricket all around is a very very good batsman even when our starters don't do so well he's he's always there to come and not usually save the day but start up a run rate again he's just uh, he's always consistent yes he's a very special batsman and he can perform in any situation that's it for our first segment see you in the next one for our first little intermission break, before we move on to the final part, the NRL scores of this round, Henry and I have put together our combined Ashes squad test team. It's it's a, We actually had the exact same, but we just have one minor difference. Um, so our openers, we both had Usman Khawaja and Zach Crawley. Um, I think Ben Duckett has had a good Ashes series. But I just think Zach Crawley's more reliable. How about you, Henry? Yeah. Is that Zach, why you picked Zach? Yeah. Zach's just is you you pretty much explained it. He's way more reliable. Duckett's kinda on and off. It can either be like really good or really bad. Kinda like David Warner actually. But yeah. Um, yeah, but I just think that those two were the best. Like Uzi's just reliable and so is Zach and you gotta pick reliability over on and off. So, yeah, yeah, I agree with you there. We both had Manus. Uh, no, no. Um, there were, uh, I don't think we would have had anything uh, different. I th- I think Manus is still the number one ba- batsman in the world. It might have changed. I'll just have a look now. Um, sorry, no. Number one, Kane. Uh, Kane Williamson is number one in the test batting rankings for this year. Oh, just overall this year. Um, Steve Smith, um, he's only one rating point behind Smith. Uh, and then Marnus. So Kane Williamson, Marna, uh, Smith, Marnus and Travis are all uh, below. Usman Kawaja in seven, Joe Root's five. And they're all the top ten. Uh, I just want... Um, Donald Bradman's batting ranking, 961, Australia. We, we produce the best batsmen. And then Smith coming second, 947 in his pri- in his prime year. Um, best bowler, England, and best um, all-rounder, West Indies. Uh, Pat Cummins is also the number two bowler in the world. Behind Ashwin and in front of Kegiso Rabada. Uh, back to our test team. We had a different uh, number four. I went with Smith. 
But um, Henry, you went with Joe Root. Why? Why did you choose Joe over Smithy? Well, like I know, I I just tried mixing it up. But Root, I feel he like obviously last year when he got dropped from captain, I don't feel like he deserved that. He just had no one good around him except for Stokes and. Having only two good ba- good batsmen and one good, well, yeah, and good bowlers is just not enough. You need a great team, like nice overall overall team with good players and different um, abilities. But Australia, like they all match well and like they actually have. A better side yeah yeah definitely yeah definitely Henry I think Joe Root's a bit a little bit like um um Ben Duckett he can like he can like have a really good game he can score hundreds he can um smash them around the park but um like Crawley Smith is reliable like you can count on him in tough situations to get 30 40 50 up to hundreds um yeah, I'm starting uh, to regret my decision. <laughs> uh, fifth, uh, fifth, Travis Head. We both agreed on that. Uh, Carey, in my opinion, he's definitely had a better series than uh, Best at the moment. Seven, Stokes. No way we could leave him out. Um, amazing performances this series. I hope he keeps going, but Australia still has to win. Cummins, no, we're not going to leave him out. Number, number two, Bowler. And then Stuart Broad, who's had a... Pretty decent test uh, test series this Ashes, do you reckon, Henry? Yeah, he's just been pretty decent for um, England. He's been getting some wickets here and there, and that's always what you want, just pick them off one by one. Yeah. Yeah, just... And um, uh, number 10, Nathan Lyon, and 11, Mark Wood. So that's our combined test 11 for the Ashes series. Let's get right into the NRL. Welcome to the last little segment of episode five on the Nothing But Football Show. Henry and I will be talking about the NRL fixtures. So we'll start with Rabbits and Bulldogs. In a shock victory, Bulldogs have come out on top against the Rabbitohs, 32 to 36, with just, it was, the Rabbits have just, I know they've got so many players out, but Against the Bulldogs, really? Like out of all the peep, out of all the teams that would beat the Rabbitohs, Bulldogs. We are missing really? Latrell and aren't we? In a few other yeah, players. Yeah, you are missing your Origin players and Latrell. But like, come on, it's the Bulldogs. The the Bulldogs, like, they've been at the bottom of the ladder for the past like three years, and Rabbitohs, as a, they came, they were. No, they weren't in the um, grand final last year. But they're Sims. always a finals team. And they just, without a couple of their star players, they just lose to the Bulldogs. No offence to Bulldogs, but, like, they're just not a good team. And, like, obviously, me being a Bronco supporter, I don't like them. But Rabbitohs, Ben, come on, you got to pick it up. Yeah, I agree with you there. Um, second fi- um, second fixture, Eels versus Warriors. Another, um, I wouldn't say shock, but it certainly wasn't expected. Um, You're only saying that because you missed Chip. But <laughs> Eels I reckon, 10, Warriors 46. But I, I'm not sure if 
who I tipped and I don't really care. But the Warriors had a full strength team. Obviously, they don't have any Origin players at all. Eels, they have Moses and Gutherson. No, oh yeah, he's in the squad, so that means he's he, ruled out. Yeah. So they're missing their true star players, and I think it's just they struggled really throughout the game just to get momentum and like the Warriors just suffocate them. I mean, I didn't watch the game, but just looking at the scorecard here, I saw one try and it was pretty like it was pretty weak. I'm gonna use the word there. And Warriors just were better team on the day. Next up, we got um, Dragons and Raiders. Dragons, I'm just gonna tell you score first. 26 to 36 Raiders. The Dragons came home in the end, but the Raiders, with their strong first half performance, they were able to keep them out and just keep scoring tries. I know for a while there they were on the edge, like. They were not scoring tries, defending horrible. I know, like, out of all the teams, Dragons are not the one you want to be absolutely thrashing you in defence. And Raiders, they definitely got a shock, i got to say. Those last couple of minutes before they scored that last try were definitely not good for them. And Ricky Stewart would not be happy. Yes, that's all the fixtures from... Oh, no, there's one more fixture, sorry. Um, Tigers versus Sharks... I'm not really surprised there. Sharks 36 to Tigers 12. Um, the latter at the moment. Um, Panthers and Sharks tied. Uh, Panthers, Sharks, Broncos and Raiders tied in first. Warriors coming fifth, tying with Storm. Uh, Rabbit coming seventh with 22 points, also tying with the Eels. As um, and then cowboy and then cowboys, titans, eagles, dolphins, roosters, knights, bulldogs, dragons, and tigers are all under the line. And also the broncos um, and the panthers and hills, the roosters, eagles, knights, broncos, cowboys, panthers, and storm all had buys. So um, they haven't added up their points. So. My the top three I think will be Panthers, Broncos, not Storm, but and Cowboys will get up into maybe top eight. Actually, no, they don't have the four and against. But yeah, that's the full ladder for today. And yeah, thank you, Henry. Thanks for joining in. Thanks for tuning in today, guys. Um. Hopefully we'll have another episode out next Sunday. Until then.